Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, 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 hello. Alright, this is the new way I talk. Hi, everybody. Ah, how you doing? How are you doing? Mm-hmm. Alright. This is going to be a long opening. But I got to do what I got to do to get my head clean. So thank you. Um, I'm going to start the show by apologizing to somebody. I got a tattoo today because... Now, I wanted a tattoo for a while. But back a little while ago, a listener by the name of Kyle said, Hey, why don't you do it on Tat Tuesdays on Preston and Steve? Now, we did it on Tat Thursdays. But nevertheless, I wouldn't have thought of it if it wasn't for Kyle. And then today, or three or four days ago, I completely forgot to invite him to the show, which I told him I would. So, Kyle, thank you, and I apologize. But thanks to Kyle, I got an awesome, well, beginnings of an arm sleeve, a half arm sleeve. Thanks to Kyle. So, thank you, Kyle. Um, A lot of little things, but you know the way I am. I'll feel better if the show starts and I get all this out of the way. Um, The T-shirt store. It's up. Uh, go to our Facebook page, and it tells you, and it puts a link to where you have to go get them. We have the bailout shirt, we have um, the grilled cheese shirt, and there's one more shirt that's going to be available in a week and a half or a week. It's uh, the Todd Glass Show Tuesdays at nine, right after the Mark Marin Show. So um, there's that. Um, The this is going to be a weird one, but there's a. You know what? When we talk about, you know that old riddle: me Chinese, me play joke, me put pee pee in your coke. 
Geez, what if it's someone's first time listening to the show? They'll be like, sounds like a great show, if that's what they're discussing. In the context, you'll understand. Well, I referenced the listener that suggested it, and then a few times, for some reason, I go she. But I know you're, I know it's a he. So now when it happens, you'll be like, okay, at least he knows. There's a piece of music that we use over and over and over in the show today. I forgot to give the person a shout-out that sent it, so thank you, Mike. You know who you are. You'll hear the song. We play it over and over. It's just this weird, happy, circus-like music, which I am addicted to. So thank you, Mike. Um, Samuel L. Jackson, whoever sent us that in. Jesus, what a week. We lost everything. Um, thank you. Re-email me and tell me who sent the Samuel L. Jackson thing in. Because um, that was that was just awesome. Um, now, here's the last thing. Who's going to be 25 on the 26th? You're like, wait a second, that's me. Now, there could be more than one, but you have a friend named Kevin? Huh? Seijin? Oh, I hope I'm saying your name right. Oh, do I? Well, happy birthday. I know your girlfriend's not there, Kevin's not there, but you know what? I'm here with you. Happy birthday, brother. All right. And then, okay, here's the show today. Now, remember I said we don't edit the shows as much as we used to in the beginning now, I try to edit, like, virtually nothing. Now, sometimes we take breaks. Oh, somebody said one day, they go, I like when you say, hey, how long are we into the show? Because then you can tell how much we edit out. To George Carlin. Sometimes we go, we'll take a break, or and we don't, so it throws the timing off. So it seems like we cut out more than we don't. But we genuinely, you know, virtually cut out nothing. Um, except today, here's what happened. Oy, oy, oy. Now, the good news is, the only part we really lost is me and Doug um, talking about the same thing for an hour. And no, everyone knows it's fun to hear two people that are drunk talking about the same thing for an hour. So that's we, something happened with the sound, and that's what we lost. You know what? It sucked because we had like a three-hour show. But when I found out the part that it was, I was like, oh, okay, I'm good with that. I had a lot of fun with Doug. He was silly. He was fun. And uh, we really had a good time. Doug was Doug was very. Uh, I haven't seen him in a while. It was good to hang with him and his manager, and uh, it was a lot of fun. So we lost some of the show, but all the silly stuff. I was so glad we didn't lose. So here I am. I'm going to be at uh, PJ Ryan's tomorrow night. Two shows, seven thirty and nine thirty. By the way, I'm not just saying this. That that place, you know how small it is. And uh, it, we even cut back on a few seats so it wouldn't be squished. Because last time I felt like we just had people squished in there too much. So if there's any seats left, it, I think we took out like 10 seats. So it's really small this time. So, may, you know, I think there might still be a few, few seats left. Um, so just call over there. All right, that's it. All right, everybody. You good? Thanks for the emails. Um, all right. Bye. Enjoy the show. Okay. All right. Kyle, you're good? Oh, <laughs> that's right. 
shout out in the beginning and the end. All right. Bye, everybody. Now entering Nerdist.com. This is the pre-show. People should know what we talk. Hey, it's what? the Todd Glass Show. The Todd Glass Show. Everything is better on the Todd. Oh, I like it. Do you want to do a cold opening with that? Oh, I yeah. thought that was my teleprompter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have cue cards. <laughs> I give people, you start talking, answer a serious question, and then, and then I'll back like, no, no, that's what you say. So, Doug, how you been? Well, <clears throat> <clears throat> right there. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. Uh, the Todd Glass Show. The Todd Glass Show. Everything is better on the Todd Glass Show. It's the best podcast you'll ever know because everything's better on the Todd Glass Show. A very funny guy. Oh, Todd my God. Glass. It's fun. It is fun already. I know you I say that every week. Call me back you don't have any headsets. He doesn't need headsets. Again, we're done. The Todd Glass Show launches August 12th. Todd. Hey, Hello. 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 Listen, man, I really want to come on the, the podcast. I've got stuff to promote. Comedy Central presents Todd Glass. Hello. Hello. Todd Hello. 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 I'll tell you what, that, that's a funny man. I enjoyed that show. I never know what to do the the Oh, my God. This is when everyone fucking starts paying attention. High atop black they realize it's a serious show. Podcast my ass. The Todd Glass Show. Oh, yes. Guess what? Joe did us another, another little thing. Joe oh, yeah? from Portland. I love that guy. You're welcome to my world. Welcome to Todd's World, motherfucker. Welcome to Todd's World. Dimmers on the lights. Atmosphere, I guess. That's right. That's the way to unwind. Step into his house. Comfort Surprise. Welcome to Todd's World. Built with you in mind. Come if you're invited. This is also Brian can hear it. Bits of world, it's faded out. See, I feel like I should. <sighs> you can do anything. I love that. <laughs> I know, but with that song, with that song, I feel like I should be stretched out, leisure suit style. I think that song is what I'm going to listen to when I go away for this vacation. Just lay in a chair, listen to the my own jingles. To me, that's a true vacation. <laughs> Where are you going? I don't know. I don't go anywhere. It but I, be anywhere. I made up in, something. In his house, just as long yeah. as there's jingles. I don't. I, I always say I don't. I don't. I don't really care. Do you go on? Well, hold yes, on. I do. You do? Yeah. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Todd Glass Show, everybody. Doug Stanhope's our guest. The Todd Glass Show, voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. All right, enough of that. 
I love to be the, the radio guy. It, it little it just burst into that. You're listening to the Todd Glass Show. All right, so here's what's going on today, everybody. Hello. Uh, as normally, I'm going to get through some stuff. There's the music cues right over there. Chris is here. Doug Stanhope's here. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Sorry, we can applaud. Come on, we can do better than that, people. <laughs> Hold on, you know what? That's true. Whenever you do a radio show, they always the applause always sounds like it. Why can't an applause sound like, no, there's, there's something going on there. Ladies and gentlemen, and that means you got to commit, okay? Ladies and gentlemen in studio, Doug Stanhope. There you go. Okay. Uh, by the way, since we're on, the, and then we're going to get to everybody. We have guests here. We have uh, 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 listener Matthew is here, and is that your friend Kiki? There you go. K E Y K E Y is the way I'm going to be looking at it. <laughs> and then uh, uh, um, uh, Kale is here. Hello. How you doing, Kale? Wonderful. Kale's a, a friend of mine. I've known for many years, and for about we've tried to you know hang out for a long time, but you know Kale does mushrooms and disappears off the face of the earth. Yeah. But he's. <laughs> So Kale's here, Katie's here, uh, um, and and uh, Brian is Brian. Doug- Brian is uh, my friend. Oh. <laughs> I, when I called Todd Glass, I said, "Hey, would it be awkward if I brought my friend with me?" And I said, "No, I know, but he's uh, he's my manager, but." I didn't want to say that because I don't want you to picture like Can some I tell fucking you? Barry Katz showing up, <laughs> like, like he's looking for talent. Can I? We can I a, tell you, you you were right for doing that because when he came in, I didn't look at him that way. It just seemed like oh, nice. But don't. he doesn't work for anyone but me. We're friends, right. and he just happens yeah. to manage me. But I hate that. I know there's a stigma to that word that is right for being there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no. I always have to caveat Brian Hennigan. No, he's just he's a guy he's one of us I, just... I liked that you did that you know what i liked about him the best he was uh, uh didn't have any heads brian is the only one here without headsets but he was really grooving to the song without hearing it <laughs> i thought i like this fucking guy um who's looking in the window of cars play the play the uh, elephant walk music and if they start oh, walking i love it when you do this maybe on hold show. on come on start walking <laughs> come on walk Walk. Oh, look at the guy on the bike. Oh, my God. That's... (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. A girl came by on a bike. Yeah, but one of those, like, oldie school kind of beach... All right, and uh, and then of course Daniel Kino is here. Oh, what's up? And then also Sensitive is here. It's 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 a packed house today, and Irk. So there we go. Somebody, look, I'm the king of intros. Let's get this out of the way, and then I'll feel better. Give me ten minutes, Doug, and then I'm all yours, and we're gonna have a, we're am, gonna have a great am, time. I'm in no hurry. I'm not even drunk yet. Well, I, I'm drinking a little Jack and Coke today. Um, somebody sent us this mystery intro, and we don't know who it is. But I hate that somebody sent something to the show. And then we never used it, and they think we just put it at the wayside, and we don't do that. So I, I think this could be worked into our new intro. And, and, and if you're out there, well, for sure you're out there, send us that it's you that did this, because I love it. From Black Horse Motors on the La Cienega Strip in beautiful Los Angeles, California, it's the Todd Glass Show, starring Todd Glass. And now, here he is, Todd Glass. I think this is Mike. Mike from Florida, maybe. Isn't that sad? I don't know anything, Daniel. But I know that. It's like I don't know anything at all, but I hear that jingle. I go, I think that's Mike from Florida, and I bet I'm right. All right, so we got that. The festival was fun. 
um, over at the, you know. The, the, oh, the L.A. Podcast. Yeah, the L.A. Pod, podcast Festival was fun. I'm, I'm really ripping through this stuff. Uh, and then um, even though the listeners say, slow down, take your time. Yeah, okay. So we had fun at the L.A. Podcast Festival. What are you doing over there? What are you getting? No, really. Sorry. I want to watch you. Every no. Oh God, it's so. Oh, oh my God, are you fucking shitting me? Oh my God, and you know me, sensitive. Thought you'd reach over with. You know what? Thank God that I grew up listening to the Howard Stern show because otherwise I'd think, oh, we'll stop. No, we're fucking doing it. I learned that from listening to his show. I can't believe you, but I love you to death. <laughs> and now, oh my God, you're like, I don't know how much I'm doing this comedically or not, but why did you think, like, you had all the time in the world to prepare a nice drink for the show, and then we'll take a break, and then you could refresh your drink, that you're over there leaning over and getting things, and then I hear the refrigerator opening. It's my fault. I sold him on the vodka soda with the splash of grapefruit. He was enjoying a beer. You know what, I no. pushed it. I'm a pitch man, naturally, without even intending to be so. He had to race to the refrigerator. I'm just glad he's having fun. What if it's because you, I won't get mad at you. I'm like, you know what? Have fun. Okay, so are you done? I don't even like the cup you're drinking it in. Everything is everything is wrong that you're doing. I'd really like a rocks glass myself, but... There you go. Give that. Hold on, everybody. I still got the show. What do you have there? There you go. Okay. Uh, Todd Glass is now going Kristen Bale. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just pour that on the ground? Yeah. <laughs> he just yeah, no, he slopped it over his head. Do you need anything else in there? Vodka? Uh, I'll get a napkin. I'll clean this up. No, no. I don't want to clean up. Sit down. Everybody sit down. Everybody sit down. Sit down. Do you want vodka in there? I'm okay. I'm You're okay. 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 Let me be honest. If I was a fly on the wall, do you think, yeah, why did I do that? I know Todd's a little neurotic. We're editing this all out. No. Nope. No way. It Leave it in. It is funny. I, I comedic it up a little bit. So, Brian, I know you don't know me, but um, it's just I like things settled. I want. By the way, it's weird. I want everyone to be happy. I want everyone to be comfortable. But I also like there's there's a you know there's now Kale I just noticed your did do you want to refresh your drink? Uh, well, I, I grabbed two because I knew. He was Look at you, oh, very smart. <laughs> All right, there we go. Okay, so let's. let's you need see. a bartender. That's what you need. A waiter. You know, you're right. right. Where the keyboards are, just have some like uh, like the guy from The Shining, like kind of old. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah, and just serve nothing. Oh, but, Mr. Like, Glass, you've yeah. been here all along. Yeah, <laughs> serve like Manhattans and old Done. fashions and just old school drinks. Done. Done. All right. Even if we don't have a typical bar, we can have someone in here. Can we have a, a bartender slash keyboard player? Maybe. Yeah. Hey, Lou, we're in L.A. I'm sure anybody. I, <laughs> I think what you're saying is keyboard player that would. You can email do us anything at Todd at Nerdist.com. Yeah, and make drinks. I know, this is the same guys. They're not buying a car. They're taking pictures of it. All right, turn this off. Let's, let's really rip through this stuff here. Um, so the videos are up online. We put a slideshow from the year together. Um, uh, uh, oh, by the way, when we did the um, uh, podcast, festival? podcast festival, I'd, I, wanted to, I don't see movies every time I do Doug Loves Movies. Doug, I'm going to ask you to weigh in this, but be honest. I don't see movies. So I thought an idea. I'd ask someone, what's a movie they saw? And I could fake it, and I bet Doug would never know. Right? He'll just, right. you know, make up. 
So, but I told them I was going to do it, and then they all said, no, you would have never gotten to, be, to fool us. I said, if you didn't know, like at this point they knew, yeah. but I said, if you didn't know. So I go, okay, they go, let's make pretend. I go, don't overthink it. Don't go, oh, in uh, 23 seconds in. I thought they really got it. Like, just be casual. We're hanging out. And, you know, would, would I be able to pull it off? I asked a few key questions. So I go, so the first question out of the bat, and by the way, I've been thinking about this all week. Daniel goes, okay, what was the movie that I was going to pretend I saw? Looper. Looper. Daniel goes, what was your favorite part? Nobody would ask that. Nobody would ask that. At least that's my opinion. What was your favorite part? Would, do you agree, Brian? Brian, I'm fucking loving If you were you more 15 more. years old when that was the thing, what's, what, what yeah, was your favorite part? Uh, I'll give Who's you that your one. favorite yes. boy you band will. member? Yeah. You will. I will. And you know how I know this, that you can get away with it, that if Doug didn't know and he just goes, what well, you at Looper? So the questions were like, oh, what would you think of that ending? And I went, you know what? I wasn't. I know some people weren't happy with it, but I liked the movie. I liked the movie. Did you mention Doug Benson yet? Yes, I mentioned. Every time you say Doug, I think you're talking to me. Doug Benson. Benson. All right. Here's how I know you can fake people out. I'm not into sports that mm-hmm. much. Well, like we talked about the playoff games I watch. So, but over the years, when I'm sitting next to someone on a plane, it doesn't matter. No. You just go, "Who? What are you going to do?" Well, you know. <laughs> so anyway, I don't know why that. But I'm glad. Better that, luck next year. Better luck next year. Right? Okay. All right. Everything's good. Some people send me emails sometimes, and they say, hope this doesn't come across cheesy. Now, look, I'm being totally genuine. It never does. Anybody that bears their soul or says something kind, it always resonates with me, and it means a lot to me. If, if I was going to ask anything, it was just try to keep them shorter once in a while because I do read every single one. Uh, look, I hope there becomes a – well, I was going to say I hope there becomes a point in my career where I can't. But um, I, what I mean by that is I read every one, but I get there's people that can't. I get it. Right. It's not like you, you just can at one point. Now, guess what? I'm going to do it until I can't do it. And right now, I can do it. It gets a little bit much sometimes, but with Chris helping me, I can do it. So I don't when, – when you say I'm a I, – I, when someone bears their soul and tells me something personal or something nice – So what you're saying, that goes directly to Chris. No, no, no. I, <laughs> Chris, Chris uh, I talk and Chris uh, – but I just figured out voice activation on my phone. So now I've been doing them by myself too. You know, you just press the little... Nah, I don't know anything. Yeah, I was, I'm not that great either. But anyway, so there's that. Just give me a second here. <laughs> this is like back to me all the time. She just, just try to keep them short if you can, but don't worry too much. I know sometimes... Uh, but short does help. Um, don't believe... Oh, yeah. We did a show with Paul... Nah, I'll talk about that on the opening. Where do we go? Uh, okay. You know, the somebody sent me in... Uh, oh, I don't know what to do. You know the... Uh, God, what is wrong with me today? Someone just sent me a screenplay that they wrote with about a eight or nine paragraphs set up about why I know you probably get these all the time. Like, and I get to the end, I'm like, I wrote, I, I just read a screenplay. The, just you were set up to asking me to read this because I'm not gonna, and I'm not doing movies. <laughs> and and you do read, so you do read. Yeah, emails. Yeah, I read them, but I if it's Did that long, it? I'll skim the first and last sentence yeah. of each paragraph when it's you know yay long, and I'm not going to read it anyway. But yeah, keep that short. Just go. I wrote a screenplay. If you're interested, most people that send me them are awesome. The the length is perfect. But uh, the only reason I pointed that out is because people sometimes we don't want to talk about the awesome people. Let's talk about the <laughs> dicks that email Todd Glass. You know what? I got your mouth. You. That guy. This guy's he's sitting Independent. above a whole fleet of ferraris here 
I, I am um, anywhere not reading your emails. I'm trying to think if there's any, but no, most people. Well, once no, no, most people are positive for the podcast. The 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 other email address that's just people that maybe don't listen to the podcast once in a while a complaint. Well, somebody we talked about with with Paul F. Tompkins last week. We talked about um, some kids that are gay that are having trouble telling their parents, and somebody tweeted me. Is that really even an issue anymore? And I, I was like, I was wanted to go. Well, I'm glad that it isn't you, but yeah, for a lot of kids, it is, unfortunately. But um, th- that's the that's not and that's not even that mean. But you know, that's just okay. Hold on here. Um, you know, I'm gonna play this. Have you heard? And don't worry, it's not all gay themed show, Doug. Oh, don't worry. Um, <laughs> that's that's my parent. We're gonna make it that way, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the city council guy, he's uh, that went up in front of city council. Have you heard this? No. He goes up in front of city council. He's a pastor. I think it's better to tell people that there's a twist at the end, uh, and it's, it's worth it. So play this, and then we'll talk about it. It's three minutes, but like I say a lot, let it breathe because um, I thought this was the most brilliant way to exploit the ridiculousness of some situ- what's going on today. So go ahead, play that. He's in front of you know when they talk and they're in a semicircle room and every and they're can they're all tiered up towards the back like the Irvine Improv, um, ah. <laughs> and uh, this is a, a a pastor he really is a pastor I wasn't sure oh was he faking like he was a pastor to do this I think he really is a pastor yeah and he is this is his speech do you have it Good evening, my name is the Reverend Dr. Phil Snyder I was born and raised in Springfield Missouri, and I stand before you this evening in support of this ordinance. I worry about the future of our city. Any accurate reading of the Bible should make it clear that gay rights goes against the plain truth of the Word of God. As one preacher warns, man and overstepping the boundary lines God has drawn by making special rights for gays and lesbians has taken another step in the direction of inviting the judgment of God upon our land. This step of gay rights is but another stepping stone toward the immorality and lawlessness that will be characteristic of the last days. This ordinance represents a denial of all that we believe in, and no one should force it on us. It's not that we don't care about homosexuals, but it's that our rights will be taken away. And unchristian views will be forced on us and our children, for we will be forced to go against our personal morals. Outside government agents are endeavoring to disturb God's established order. It is not in line with the Bible. Do not let people lead you astray. The liberals leading this movement do not believe the Bible any longer, but every good, substantial, Bible-believing, intelligent, orthodox Christian can read the Word of God and know what is happening is not of God. When you run into conflict with God's established order, you have trouble. You do not produce harmony. You produce destruction and trouble, and our city is in the greatest danger that it has ever been in in its history. The reason is that we have gotten away from the Bible of our forefathers. You see, the right of segregation... I'm sorry, hold on. The right of segregation is clearly established by the Holy Scriptures, both by precept and example. One minute. I'm sorry, I brought the wrong notes with me this evening. Uh, I've borrowed my argument from the wrong century. Uh, It turns out what I've been reading to you this whole time are direct quotes from white preachers from the 1950s and the 1960s, all in support of racial segregation. All I have done is simply take out the phrase racial integration and substituted it with the phrase gay rights. 
I guess the arguments I've been hearing around Springfield lately sounded so similar to these that I got them confused. I hope you will not make the same mistake. I hope you will stand on the right side of history. Thank you. Are there any questions? Thank you. So, so Kiki, you seem to be a little, were you a little confused that that was all? No, it took me a while to catch on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so here's what I think is, is, is number one, that why, you know, if, uh, if somebody, something happens at a comedy club, it ends up on every, you know, it goes viral, but then also the news stations pick it up. It starts viral in social media, then the news stations all pick it up. Why they haven't picked this up? It's brilliant. I've said this forever. I never thought to actually take the scripture. I've always compared civil rights to any, anybody's rights. It's like I've said, but I, I just think I'm looking around like I want to like I, I'm Obama at a debate and I need a piece of pen and a paper because I, I keep thinking of a million things I want to get to. Yeah. No, that's a good idea. Let's do that now because then you won't be stressed. It's not out a debate. I'm not. Show. I'll be no, honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> so here's here's the other thing that I thought. And by the way, let's get let's do this because look, in, in, for the Todd Glass oh, show, you're this not going to have that long. Just getting started. So hold on. Let me. Here's what you and talk. That, I'll scribble and laugh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I thought about it. First thing I try to do is go. I get people are going to say if you look at the comments before I even. You can't compare the gay rights to civil rights. I'm willing to what I call make a clean argument. Okay, uh, which we'll probably. We, we can spend time comparing it, but for now, let's just make it clean. You're right. You can't compare it. It's different because you know there's people out there that are going to hear that and go, but where – Black people don't listen to your show. No, no one's going to have that argument <laughs> but in this situation. For what it's worth – Let's be pragmatic. But there are a shit ton of black people that are fine with comparing it, and I think that's always important because like I've said this a million times. If I was black and I heard someone on a show going, oh, black people don't want – there's a shit ton of black people going, yeah, fucking compare it. There are some that say don't. But what? But forget about that. Let's say you shouldn't. Let's say they win. You're right. You can't compare. Let's go down that path. You can't. It's not. It's not the same. And it's weird. Jews are kind of the middle ground when you can kind of compare it because some of them look like they're Jews and some of them look like they're closeted. I was a closeted Jew. Uh huh. I used to tell. Oh, I've told this story. I'm, not, I'm half Jewish. I'm, I'm half Jewish. The other half's Jewish, too. So it's, um, uh, but what I think is funny that, if, okay, so for the people that say you can't compare it, where are the comments? Try to follow me here because I think this is a legitimate point. You'll never win the port compa to compare it. Where are the comments from people that don't think you should compare it to the gay plight or whatever you want to call it, but absolutely see that for being the na as nauseous and gross as it is that in organized religion, and again, I'm very fair, Doug, you know, I don't believe in God, but, I, but that's okay. In organized religion, we're not talking about God because I know there's people who believe in God that don't believe in organized religion. Where are the people that are just nauseated that that happened within organized religion. That not that the, the, the story should be this. Who was on the forefront of making, uh, helping with, uh, civil, uh, with uh, civil rights? Well, of course it was the church. No, that they were lagging behind. Why don't I read comment after comment after comment of religious people that are like, that is embarrassing. Using words and using, you know, when they're up at the pulpit with the, with the oh, and the Lord, where, where is that? When they read that, well, even if you don't compare it to the gay thing, just compare it to what, it, that, first of all, no one's denying that that happened, so don't compare it to the gay thing. Just compare it to what it was. That happened. That They were preachers saying that if we make black people go to school with white people, and all, they were just saying, that's, he's reading scripture. There's not one fucking comment with religious people 
that say, oh, my God, that is mortifying you, you're that we did that. You're asking religious people to be self-aware and to use logic. That's really not well, – Well, I, what I'm saying is if you ask them if they were mortified by that, if you said, was that wrong? Was the, was the way they treated black people wrong? They would go – they know to say yes. I will be devil, devil's advocate and say, well, that's what we do when we say – and rightly so, I believe – that, hey, we didn't – we weren't slave owners. That happened a fuck ton of years ago. That wasn't us. And that's what the religious people do. Oh, they made a lot of mistakes. They uh, used to torture people in the Spanish Inquisition. They did a lot of – but now it's right. <laughs> well, everyone yeah. thinks – no, everyone erases every mistake. Everyone's been wrong most of the fucking history of the world. Mm -hmm. and, but everyone thinks, oh, now it's perfect. Well, that's funny you say that because that's what me, we talked about, me and Eric, is that – so what are they saying that like – no, like if you would listen because – and I know we talk about that. How many of our listeners, I'm sure they're – that we're preaching to the choir – but not always, not always. So I think it's worth talking about it. Oh, it is worth. Yeah, it's just making fun. No, no, no. I know. I know you're not. I'm saying. I'm agreeing with you. If, if so, what they're saying is, I would imagine, if I try to ha be the voice of the person that's echoing what you just said, they're saying, no, no, no. Here's the difference. Those people were treated unfairly, but wrongfully. What's going on now is right. That's the difference. Black people or women before they could vote, that was wrong. You're comparing it to a group of people that are being treated unfairly, but fairly being treated unfairly. <laughs> you can't, you know, that, I don't, that, to me, that's their only defense that, like, no, that's, in, anyway. But I thought that was, that, let me tell you something. I will repeat what I've said a million times. If you're whatever age you are, you're not going to change your beliefs. But young kids still are smart, and a young kid will hear that, and he will go, huh? Because, you know, you can say it all you want, like, because I've referenced it a lot. Oh, yeah, you, you know, comparing. But to hear it where someone goes, I just took out this word and put in that word. A young person's going to go, oh, mom, dad, was that true? Is that what preachers did back then? Isn't there a chance they're doing it again? doesn't matter if their parents say no. Kids are smarter than their parents. Yeah, till they get beaten down. <laughs> <laughs> With the Bible, <laughs> they won't. A lot oh, of yeah, they just they, well, these people assimilate. <laughs> What's Again, that mean? They've uh, over a course of time. Well, I don't really believe in God, but well, if I don't get married in my church, my parents are going to throw a shit fit. So I'm just going to go to church and. and say, well, by the way, that's what. By the way, and, and I, I say, I'm just repeating it to you. I get there's. I'm not. Or, I'm not into organized religion, and I'm not into. I don't. I don't believe in God. I've said that a million times, but I do think it's very fair to say there are organized religious groups that don't practice the hate and all that crap. And if you go to one of those, do you, I don't have a problem what, with that. What, what do you believe? Do you think there's anything? You know what? I'm not positive, I believe, but I believe that, uh, uh, you know, the obvious, I believe in love and I believe in caring and I believe in, um, uh, I, I believe in... But you've cared and loved. Yeah. <laughs> I think, matter of fact... You I, haven't met with God. <laughs> There's, you have to. You have. You, are you? What is your? I don't. I shouldn't have. To I have no belief. I have no. I have no basis for belief. I can't cite my sources. Like if I believed in something, I'd have to tell you why I believe in it. Other than I just want to to make my day to day, you know, ugly life feel better. <laughs> like, or, give me an example. Or at least say that. Give me an example. Of what you mean? I'm saying if you go, well, you know, the way I believe, I believe you probably go into a realm of what, like, why do you believe that? Anyone who says I believe this, why? And if you're using a you know 2,000-year-old text or even a 60-year-old Scientology text, 
that's kind of weak. Yeah. But people who say, so, yeah, I don't believe in organized religion, but I believe in, well, then why do you believe it? If you have this own unique opinion on what you believe, cite your sources. What made you believe this? Did you have some kind of vision? Did you, Or you go, my belief is I have no fucking idea and I don't want to know how the movie ends. So I don't want to. I'd rather have childlike wonderment where I go, "Ooh, something weird's gonna happen at the end," and I have no idea what it is. Well, you know what? You know what's funny that I've on the show because I always, and you know, I guess at one point I'm gonna have to break down and just I'm gonna end up talking about this stuff because it's the way I feel. I thought it was funny that someone pointed out that you can teach somebody this. This will all come full circle about. Because I don't want to sit in a room with someone and go, I think there's a God. I think there isn't a God. It's, nothing's going to happen. But again, young people, they listen. They're like, they still got a little open minds, and I think you can sway them. Um, you, can't, you can teach someone how to do math when they've never learned math or how to read when they're 30 or 40. You can still teach them because there's truth to it, and it makes sense. Yes. But you can't teach someone to believe in Santa Claus when they're 40, and you can't teach them to, be, to believe in God when they're 40. I wonder why. I wonder why. You can't take someone that's 40 and tell them about the tooth fairy because they have reason at that age. But you can teach oh. them how to do math. You can teach them how to do is there, is read. There, you can teach them how to read. But why can't you teach them by that point? Because, because maybe because they have reason at that age. And if you don't enforce them at a young age, and if you say to a 40-year-old, you'll burn in hell, he's old enough to go, well, wait a second. What? Wait, wait. Uh, is there any? Is, I'm, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna step all over the dick of my own bit that I don't want to do bits. But uh, no, it's fine. If you have a bit that fits this, do it. It's not a bit. It's but that's L. Ron fucking Hubbard. He sold this shit to adults. That's like there's a there's an accurate oh, yeah, history, yeah. and and it's not that you're selling. You you can make up a religion. You can sell religion very easily mm. if you say it with confidence. Same with Mormonism. And and, and what Mormonism is a little more you know, vagary. There's not accurate. So records. my whole. By the way, and I don't mind the point being is, wrong. You it's... just have to make up a new religion because now they realize. Well, there's no hell, but I still am a dunce cap, and I still need meaning. So if you look me in the eyes with confidence, and you go, you know. I know the real meaning. Forget all that hell and brimstone and bullshit. Zenu. Do you, well, do you, I, really? Do you do know? It's the same way multi-level marketing works. I, I know you thought you were going to be rich in the last scheme, but well, this time. Scientology like specifically seeks out people who want self-improvement. Like they, well, what religion does? But, but they, but they act, you're right, absolutely. But they actually say it. They'll actually go like we have like self improvement classes. That's why and, it works because you're right. in a day and age where self you know success and make money and be a better person and self help. That's what's selling. Achieve. So he made a religion around that. So it's not hard to sell religion. It's hard to sell the old old religion. Bullshit. Yeah, I you know what they have to re up the bullshit. Yeah, well that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Which shell is the peanut under? <laughs> okay, you know you know that scam. But how about this? Tell were you which... were you brought up religious? Hold on, I gotta. I hate to do this to you, but oh. I gotta take a station identification. The Todd Glass Show, <laughs> voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. Oh my God! Do me a favor. We can have this conversation that we're having, but Chris Hardwick, he's he wants him to play betting music. He feels I'm getting too serious in the show, so I hope this isn't going to freak everybody out. But anyway, go ahead. What were you saying? 
<laughs> no, seriously. Chris Cluey. This is a guy that you should be promoting the same way that... Do you, you yeah, know yeah, the Chris Cluey? Yeah, he's a Have you talked the about it? Yeah, yeah, we talked about oh, it. We read the letter. Good. good, good. I had to make sure you knew about Chris Cluey. I have. N- there's never been a ballsier fucking football player. Which team? Puncher for oh, the Vikings. For the that Vikings, guy, Vikings. let me tell you something. His at uh, Chris Warcraft is his Twitter. So fucking tweet at Chris Warcraft. He's the puncher for the Vikings. Had an open letter to a congressman, a representative yeah, for, from Baltimore. For the Baltimore um, we, we read the it. Ravens, we read uh, it. And, it. I, and I, it's funny because I said, uh, what I, I, don't, I don't even know if you'll like what I've tagged, what I think you do sometimes. After the whole comedy the, the, the classes that you sort of wrote oh, your letter yeah. on. I said it was like, it's poetic vulgarness, which to me is just, it's, it's, it's art. It's, it's poetic vulgarness, and you have to be poetic to, to be in the vulgarness and mixed together. It's just art. And I thought when I read that letter, I went, that is like moments of Doug Stanhope. I said that poetic that vulgarness. I'm like, I, people think did I you might mean, have did you talk ghostwritten this. Yeah, I t- tweeted back and forth for a while afterwards. And, yeah, and now he just posed for Out Magazine. That's a fucking NFL player. That's so all you alternative fucks who think football yeah. is dumb, well, there's good parts to it. That's <laughs> why when I say it, I'm not trying to be optimistic in a phony way. But for anybody that's listening to the show, not, not in a phony way, we are at a good place. The reason that we, you know, someone's pointed this out with me. I think Daniel, when I said with the Chick-fil-A thing, which we, I don't want to get into, but I thought, what's going on? He went, they feel rattled. When no one felt rattled on the other side, they didn't speak up. But the fact that they feel rattled because of people like uh, Chris uh, Cluey, we're in a good place. The fact that that letter, that we know that that letter exists, that he wrote to a congressman, that means we're in a good place. Yeah, that, that yeah. We, we would have never read that letter even 20 years ago. And I agree with you. That guy, that's like, that's a, that's a you know, that's a saint. Lustful that, that, cock monsters was his <laughs> quote. <laughs> In an open letter to us, and this is a active starting NFL player. What are you afraid of? It's going to turn gay marriage is going to turn everyone into a bunch of lustful <laughs> cock monsters. And you know what? You know what I said that he said that I love for the people that don't want to, you know, compare what happened in the past. That's why I said, and Doug, I'm, I, I say this a lot on the show. I'm repeating myself. The reason we are. I, I've said this a lot. reason we are technologically advanced more than we are sociologi- sociologically is because when, when it comes to inventing computers, we learn from the past. Yeah. We're not inventing better, better computers because we, we need to go back to the way it used to be. No, no. Everybody in science knows, yeah, we need to go fucking forward and learn from the mistakes we made in the past. But when it comes to socially, I think we all want to hold on to the past because it means if we were wrong, we have to change. And that fucking blows to change. Mm-hmm. So we hold on to the past with our claws dug into a life preserver praying that we didn't make a mistake because if we go did we that means you have to change and that blows you know that's like you know so so um that letter that we read from him to me that's like yeah that's fucking a good thing you know that means we're going forward there was another thing he did shit sorry uh uh, that's okay he did the out magazine like and it was because of the support that went viral, and he probably—I I think he apologized initially for the language because it reflected poorly on the NFL. But now he—oh, that was. Oh, but, but you know what I wait, love wait, about wait, that? Wait, no, I got, now okay. I remembered it. But uh, on Saturday night in Minneapolis, he he did uh, uh, a theater show in Minneapolis where he was trying to debate Michelle Bachman. 
and another ex-Viking player who's now in local Minneapolis politics about their referendum about gay marriage, and they wouldn't respond to him. So he did a show debating empty chairs <laughs> representing them about gay marriage at a theater. That guy, and that's a fucking starting NFL player. I'm, I'm, cool. I'm you know, I'm so, I love that you said that it reflected the NFL in a bad, you know, that that's what they felt because the language effect. But nor the NFL didn't think that it affected them worse in, in not today, but when when time goes on, when we all look back at this, uh, don't you think it looked worse that in 2012 he was the first fucking person to talk about it? That's not embarrassing to you, not his language. But they're not going. This is fucking mortifying. This guy's brilliant, and we've never done this. He's the first person to take football into you know or any sports. You know, now it's going to now, you know, you know, that's been the next one. I would people... love to dare like any football player, MMA fighter to just come out of the closet fake. <laughs> you oh. don't have to be gay. Just say it. Are you fucking <laughs> just for the man press. enough just for to the press. say that you're gay and then get in there and ground and pound and choke out some fucking other guy <laughs> with a fucking pink shorts on? Not during October because yeah. then his breast cancer. But yeah, go out and go. Yeah, I'm fucking gay. I, I've been doing it. My I, I come out of my closet. I'm coming out of the closet all the time on stage. And, well, you know what? Uh, That'd be funny. What's funny in, in the same area? I asked Daniel. Now he said he would do it. I think he would chicken out. I said to know what it's like to see two guys. Like I, I don't know if I'll be able to ever do it in my lifetime. Although I don't know if I was married if I'd hold my wife's hand in public, or, you know. <laughs> but um, I, I, he said, I said, Daniel, would you be able to? And then we were at the airport once, and I said, hold my hand and walk down. And the problem is, he did it longer than I could do it. I had two seconds. <laughs> I'm like, I can't do it. But I said, somebody else. Like you would do it. You would do it in a heartbeat. This morning. So I said, walk into a Starbucks right holding there. someone's hand, a guy's hand, Daniel, and see how long you could do it. Now, if you couldn't do it, it doesn't mean anything. But we, we one time I have to put him up to it. We're going to be able to do it and say, are you able to walk in? Don't overdo it. Just casually you're holding hands. Maybe, you know, a little bit of affection. Nothing, nothing abnormal for a full-grown adult. Um, and see if he would little, be able to do it. A little over the pants action, maybe? You know, <laughs> the counter. You know. Hey, everybody, it's the Ty Glass Show. Yeah, we talk about serious stuff, but we have fun doing it. Go ahead, caller. Are you there? You're all gone to hell. All right. Well, there we go. That city council person, why isn't that being played on the news? Why aren't they playing that on the news? Uh, Nobody? Well, I was amazed at how few of, like, I kept tweeting the shit out of the Chris Cluey, and I saw that that's like a problem CNN, with though. Tweeter. I saw that is on the news. The, yeah, if you check during that hour, you might see it. But yeah, I thought that would go huge. But I saw that everywhere, yeah, though. Not, but, but not I mean, big I guess enough. it's the news I'm here. Not, not, now, not big which enough. Is different. All right, here's what we're gonna do because I know a few people have to pee. Um, <laughs> you mean smoke cigarettes? <laughs> we can do that too. You know, I don't. Okay, here's what do I'm you gonna still do. Still smoke. I don't. Oh, you never did. No, I did. Smoke. I used to love to smoke. Oh, I remember you did the dad yeah. thing. Oh, they, we'll talk about how we met. <laughs> yeah, you, oh, Daniel yes. asked you how we met. And I, and I want to hear the yeah. story. I want to find out about it, too. Right. How, we, how we met. <laughs> Doug, you were gay once, right? Well, I've... Uh, Do you have a story? Well, I've been, I've, I've been with transvestites, and um, as a kid, we All right. blew each other. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's like a real we'll be right back. 
what? We didn't introduce. Are we back? No, yeah, now I'm back. Uh, we didn't introduce. We didn't. We didn't have. Lynn didn't. Let me put my beer down on the table. Everyone, put their beers on the floor. My Jack and Coke. We didn't introduce. No, no, it's fine because it's plastic. It won't make noise. Um, we didn't introduce uh, Doug with a theme song, which we normally have. So we're going to try to improvise something. So should we play it through the house oh, and then? Yeah. Okay, here we go. You're well, ready. other times I've listened to your show and you already had something produced. We do, we but do, but no. but we hope this is special. That's for you. all right. Okay, here we go. Go. <laughs> <laughs> That's special, right? I felt good. All righty. Anyway. Why do I love that music so much? It's just like the happiest music. You know, it's not happy. Play it the whole song. It sounds like farts. When we were on no, the road listening to you. When we were on okay, the hold road on. listening to your podcast, I don't know how to do <laughs> podcasts, but I have openers who know how to do it. And I'm like, make sure you get a lot of podcasts because we're driving for three weeks. Town to town, up and down the dial, as they say in WKRP. <laughs> and the, they were, they not only were the songs stuck in our head from your dumb show, <laughs> then my tour manager would download those songs and play them even when we're not listening to your. I'm, I wish I could remember the. Oh, you mean? Wait a second. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The Todd Glass Show. The Todd Glass Show. I think that's a second verse, but it's a separate song, The oh, Bag of no, Weed. that's a bag of weed. That's a different song. All right. See, I, I didn't know if we're going into that. A bag of weed, a bag of weed. It's a little bit better with a bag of weed. The only hope you'll ever need is everything better with a bag of weed. Hold on. Do you have a clean version so Doug can do his... Uh... Oh, you do? Oh, Doug, now we can let you do that without the... Uh, without the... Oh, that would be... Bag of weed, bag of weed, everything better with a bag of weed. Only hope it'll ever need is everything's better with a bag of weed. One, two, three, four, five, six. Everything's better with a bag of weed, bag of weed, bag of weed. I need a whole big bunch of bag of weed. I can't, I don't have any roll of papers for this bag of weed. Do you have a one hitter for this bag of weed? It's not really a whole bag of weed. It's just a little nugget of weed I found in the rug and I need some weed. So please give me something to smoke this weed. I put it at the end of a cigarette butt, but I don't know if it's going to work. All right, no, I like it. Uh, 
All right, pause it. P- p- uh, uh, fade it out. Fade it out. All right. Um, be a wait, drop. you guys want to tell... Um, when this... I die tragically, you'll use that as a drop. Oh, I'll use it in the background as I make this. <laughs> hey, we're going to break right now. Doug Stanhope died today. Here, we're going to play this. And we'll be right back with more frivolity. Mangoweed, <laughs> mangoweed. Everything's mangoweed. Katie, you gave Echo without me asking for it. For the first time ever. I've learned. You I gave him Echo, too. You son of a bitch. You know how to warm my heart. <laughs> How do we meet, Doug? How did we meet? I was just looking <laughs> at my notes. Uh, I think it was, I believe, November 6th. Oh, wait, no, no. That's when the DVD is coming out on Roadrunner <laughs> Records. You paid for my hotel and my car to be here. Wait, November what is, 6th. Who was it before again? Before turning the gun on himself. I'll never mention it again. No, no. Who was no, it? It was uh, no, who, who, one who? of my first paid club gigs ever at the Riviera was Steve Sharippa in Vegas. And it was me and you, and I don't know who else, but I remember you. Remember the uh, guy who did ventriloquism, but he didn't worry about not moving his mouth? Like, no bullshit? CPO Bobby Duck and, and something in Bobby Duck. I wasn't. I only worked there like four times. Was Bobby Duck the dummy or the, the guy? But you told me. I don't know if this everyone knows this story, but you told me this story I'll never forget Ooh. about you Looked so much like Treat Williams. Uh-huh. Does everyone know this story? No, no, I've never told this story. Okay, well, this was back when Treat Williams. This uh, is 1991 mm-hmm. at the l- latest, mm-hmm. at the height of Treat Williams. And I was opening at the uh, Riviera before it was the Improv. It was just comedy club at the Riviera, or no, it went the other way. It used to be the Improv. It was, it was, it was the Improv at the Riviera, and that's when we did yeah. it. Yeah, and, and then there were three shows a night, seven weeks, seven nights, seven we did nights, twenty-one, 21 shows. shows, and I did it. Uh, four times that I remember, and I never got laid. <laughs> Where, which back that in those days, when I had a beautiful mullet and I was a young man, the only reason you did comedy was to get pussy. You weren't thinking about a sitcom. You're going, oh, no one ever fucked me. One person said after the show, "Are you the uh, DJ here all the time?" They didn't know MC versus. <laughs> But I remember you telling me a story about how I believe in New York, in Chicago, Chicago. Okay, at the at the uh, jazz club called I forget the name of it, the, but it was a jazz club in, in Chicago. He called. He had his friend Kingston called, Mines. Kingston uh, Mines. I'll, I'll tell the story and you correct it. No, no, you're you're it's fine. You had your friend call and say, uh, "I'm Treat Williams' publicist." This is around <laughs> when Treat Williams had movies out, yeah. <laughs> like The Amazing Remo or something was probably out, and. And he called. He's coming in tonight. Is there a, a private table we could get? And there was one night that they believed you so much that all the waitresses were hanging around you. Mm-hmm. They're lavishing you with Treat Williams is at our place to the point you got scared. I got nervous. Like, if they find out we're full of shit, they've given us so much free stuff and believed we're going to get killed. These are kind of mobster types. And then when people would ask, a girl would say, well, what was about the thing with the movie? Uh, they, and you'd go, I don't like to talk about business because you, know, <laughs> you don't know Treat Williams that it well. Was so- movie and I said it wrong it was like okay now keep in mind this was a long time ago I said well when we did Dead Heat and it was something else she goes wasn't it was called this I go we called it that because Joe Piscopo was like such a pain in the ass 
but, 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 Doug, listen to this. I remember that night specifically. And but by the way, the, here's what re- the, let me just tweak it a little bit. At Kingston Mines, what happens? We were in line, and a doorman came all the way, like you know, twenty people. Which I don't usually wait in line. I don't like waiting in line. Nothing's worth waiting in line for. That's my theory in life. Mm-hmm. So why was I fucking waiting in line? Because a few of the people from the club said it's worth it. It's going to be great, which it was when we got in there. Like I didn't know. Like it was like going to see a comedian that maybe isn't as big as. A big comedian, but you go to see him and you're like, fuck, these people were, oh my God, it was great. So about 20 minutes being in line, a guy came back, he goes, are you who we think you are? And of course I knew how to answer. I went, well, it depends if you like my work or not. Because I had been been used to people casually asking me or thinking. Sometimes they thought I looked like him. Sometimes I thought I was him. Uh, And then he walked us to the head of the line. I'm no fecal freak. (laughs) What does that mean? That's uh, that was Treat Williams in uh, Things to Do in Denver when you're dead. Oh, <laughs> I know he ate poop once oh. in prison. Um, so so we're in line and uh, we get inside and <laughs> I guess you don't get that no. a lot. No. <laughs> hey, fecal freak! <laughs> I like it anyway. It sounds fun. Um, so we're in line and we get inside and then I ask if there's food and I realize the kitchen's probably shut after we got the food. I'm like, they just fired up the fryers and put out some food for us, you know. <laughs> and then I remember the whole bar closed and they're like, if you want to stick around, you can. Well, the, I told the band they were good. I keep forgetting they think I'm Treat Williams. <laughs> so I go, you guys are really good. They went back up and started playing at 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> and that's when one of the doorman turns to me, who because we were with a few waitresses from the club and a few doormen he goes they're playing because they think you're treat williams (laughs) and i said i left there that night and and you know what i said i will never do that again it wasn't a good feeling there's a actually there's part two to the story i wouldn't be telling it i said i'll never do it again i did not elicit it if that's the right word that someone came up into his line and it but i said i'll never do it again it just wasn't a good feeling you know you're you're scamming people you Uh know Well, cut to next night. I love that Cut feeling. to two weeks later, Dallas at the Improv. This is when we initiated it. <laughs> <laughs> we we want to go somewhere. I forget where it is. It's hard to get in. So I call from the Improv. I go, hey, this is, uh, you know, Trey from the uh, Dallas Improv. Hey, look, we have Treat Williams here. We wanted to send him over there. Is there any way you could, like, slide a little professional courtesy? That way it's not Treat Williams asking. They're like, oh, sure. So we go there, and then there's a limo outside. We give the limo driver 25 bucks if he'll just drive us, like, literally a block to pull us up in front of it so it looks good. Uh You know, back when you thought limos looked good, now now it's a town car, (laughs) understated. And we went in, and we did it all over again. (laughs) And that was, we never, I never did it again. You never got caught? I only I never did it again after that because that night we felt even worse at the end of the night. It's like you it's said like, you felt scared. I felt scared. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good memory. I felt scared. I went because look, you know, we did it it happened a few they were the two times I remember. The time in Dallas was the last time. I remember yeah. that specifically. But before then it happened That was the last time Treat Williams was famous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why the, I'm trying to act like I stopped it because I'm a But I remember thinking yeah, right now right now right now someone's coming on to Treat Williams thinking he just came out of the closet. You're not Todd Glass. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know what I'm feeling right now, everybody? I know. See, you know why this podcast is number one? Because I know what people need. People are listening right now. They're having a good time. And they just need, like, sometimes it's just a, th- a feeling in the air. I know. Morning sunshine, I hope that you're well. Honey, I missed you last night when I fell. You should know sunshine, you brought. 
great song. You're listening to the Todd Glass Show. All right, fade it out. Oh, All right, let's go. It's the Todd Glass Show. Okay, can I, can I, Doug, I hope you appreciate this. I appreciate everything you do. I love you. <laughs> um, somebody sent us in a letter. You know that me, Chinese, me play joke, me put pee-pee in your coke. Yeah. Well, I, we have another joke on the show that this is a little bit long, but then I think it might be worth it. Then we have this thing that I started with John Mulaney at the uh, Montreal Comedy Festival a year ago. A guy who wants coke, but he doesn't want to ask for it. So he just <laughs> says to people like, hey, do you have anything that could pick me up? And they're like, oh, you should have coffee. No, it's not that. They're like, well, you know, you should do exercise. I found if I exercise and drink all he's not like a really, just something to pick me up. Finally, the other person goes, do you want Coke? And he goes, you do Coke. <laughs> um, you do Coke. So someone said I should say, me Chinese, me play joke. Me put, you put pee pee in your Coke. You know, like, put that. so I'm trying to explain it to these guys the other night. Now, I hope this is worth it. It's not, we'll edit it out. But I swear to you, this is true. We're... I've listened to your show. You don't what? edit anything out. You say we're going to edit it out. <laughs> you you do, you don't have this. Do you have the uh, McFlurry thing? No. You should go batshit oh again. Oh my god! No, I, I never went batshit. So we don't have any. He did. You they never edited told me it out. What? He bloodied an eye. Oh god, that was so much fun. I wanted to hear that. Well, I got this for you, everybody. You fucking want to hear a dumb jingle from a year ago? This is what I got. Lots of laughs, lots of fun. Oh. Stuff for everyone. Gather around your radio right. for the Todd Glass Show. Fade it out. I'm a little disappointed. We sat around debating the whole PP and the Coke thing, and these—I uh, can't even describe what happened. We might—we'll we'll leave this in because we'll play it on the next show. But with the, everyone's at my house. I listen. Oh to wait, wait, wait. Where's my phone? I listened to uh, Henry Cho on uh, the uh, What the Fuck podcast, and he was saying, I'll never forget how much I hurt the first time they said, you Chinese, uh, I fucked up the whole pee-pee and the coke thing. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, so this is us sitting around the house. I'm trying to explain to this this person that sent this in, I thought it was a funny idea. Me Chinese, me play joke. You put pee-pee in my coke. And these guys, this is all real. They don't know that I pulled my cell phone out, at least till the end. Look, I hope, I hope this is worth it. But this is, what, what's the matter? You can plug it in, and so you don't have to hold it to the speaker. But what if it's not? Plug it in where? Uh, that thing. Okay, hold on. What if it's not worth it? Is that what you said? Yeah. That? Well, Podcasting will die if this does not work. <laughs> They're going to take away your award. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm leaving everything in. Some some people said once they go, we love when Todd references how long the show's been going on because then we can tell how much they edit. I swear to you, we in the beginning, yes, I would edit out here and there. Very, very rarely now. But now, you know, even this I won't take out because I don't want people to think I'm, you know, taking stuff out. So this is us sitting around the house. Although I will take this out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it makes me feel better if I say that. But this is us sitting around the house talking. I try to explain... Well, honestly, no bullshit. Do you not know? Under you don't. Okay, you know our thing when we say you do coke. Yeah, I like that. That's fine. All right, so I don't understand when. Why don't you get? Okay, so we go you do coke. Right, I actually get that. Okay, 
And then this this listener, who I don't know the name right now, but I could look it up later, said we should do just a you know casual suggestion. You know, you know that you you pee pee you you pee pee in my coke. You pee pee. Don't, you don't get yeah. why that's funny. No. Are you serious? <laughs> that's no, no. Stop. Funny. Are you joking with me? You to George Carlin? Do you not see why that's silly funny? What I call silly funny. It's not like we're defending the Constitution here, but <laughs> but seriously, like. Why you put someone, pee-pee in my coke? Like you're saying... Someone put pee-pee in, in Oh, coke. you're... Are you being stupid? You know that old expression. You, uh, me Chinese, me play joke, me put pee-pee in your coke. You never heard that. No. You swear to God. <laughs> I swear. To George Garland. Why would you put pee-pee in a coke? Uh, well, you're being stupid now. You don't put pee-pee... Oh, I can't even believe I'm fucking talking wait, about wait, wait, this. Wait, wait, The Chinese put pee-pee in the coke. To George Garland, not for real, and you know that. But you never heard that riddle... You put you Chinese, me Chinese, me play Joe. I'm not, I can't believe I'm fucking. No, it's I an never old. Heard that. All right, well then that then then that's why. That's why you, the joke. You put work. me in my coke. <laughs> Hold on, let me tell you right now. This is for the listener uh, that sent uh, this in. She will he will not believe it's Matthew. What's his last name? Broderick. <laughs> Matthew what? Matthew Broderick. Matthew what? Trumpo. It was just a, it was just a, uh, it's not over. It was just a casual email, you know, that you put PP in my Coke and then the joke you do with uh, with uh, John Mulaney. It was just a, in passing. This isn't the first conversation we had about it. We're going to finish this conversation. Then Andrew comes in and I start re-explaining it to him. So, Matthew, you do not know. Is his name Matthew? Yeah. Matthew, you don't know what. The, OK, so here we go. <laughs> Are you you said to George Carlin? I did. All right. I believe you then. I don't think you would break that trust. Can I tell you something? Yeah. <laughs> I'm taping this. Because oh. I want people to hear that a length I go to defend these listeners. <laughs> you guys are shitting all over everybody. No, no. It is odd in this one situation. Here's what's happening. Before I turned the recorder on, I don't know if you remember, but I saw my phone. I went, I could record this. I said, I wish I could record this. Because I was defending, before I even started recording, I was, by the way, so you know, I was defending, I can't, the listener would love to know the amount of energy I put in to defending, which I thought was a great, silly suggestion. And then I turned my recorder on, and you know what? Now they know. And now you might think I had the upper hand because I knew I was recording this conversation. I don't think I did anything that wrong. <laughs> you get it? I get, uh, no, I didn't have any. It's not like I'm exposing you for anything. I think I'm talking too much now, but I'm playing this. I'm definitely playing this. Okay, now, then Andrew Jesus walks Christ. in, and I thought as soon as he walks in, I'm going to be able to go, you know that old silly riddle? He's going to go, of course I heard of it. Okay, seriously, do you 20 minutes later. see why that's funny? You pee pee in my coke? Not hilarious. You pee pee in my coke? Okay, you know the, ex- okay, let's, oh my God. <laughs> You know the expression, you pee pee in my coke. You get that, right? That's an, I don't know. I know you don't, Eric. I know. I'm, I, I'm sorry. No, stop, stop. You're being silly. I can tell the difference, but I want to know with you. You've heard. What? Now, are are these, these are listeners? No, this is me hanging out with these guys at the house. And I read. So, that's, you think that's, they're your age? No, they're young. <laughs> oh, you mean the pee pee in the coke? Yes. You think, well, first of all, uh, it ends up Andrew did hear about it. Oh, okay. He did. He didn't know I didn't about it. To, I didn't. No, no. Go, go play. <laughs> I can't play, believe I have Doug Stanhope sitting in the room with me, and I'm playing me Chinese me play joke conversation. But you know what? That's the. But charm. no one else knows that shit. Well, well, that maybe that's why this is hopefully be funny. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> for the love of God. That expression, me Chinese me play joke. You put pee pee oh, in my. Yes. You've heard that. Yeah, me Chinese me. No, yeah, I get that. Okay, that's why this girl was just. I can't fucking believe I'm talking about this as much. This girl sent an email in, and she went. Um, 
you should just say in the same rhythm of you do coke, you pee pee in my coke. <laughs> Thought it was okay, funny. I'm wrong. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. It, me and one listener were fucking crazy. Maybe she's watching your coke. She's like at the bar or something like that, and she's watching. You're the, you don't discuss why people would pee pee in your coke. <laughs> You're discussing the wrong part of it. That's a joke. It, I don't know what it's no, from. It's from a riddle. It's probably because yeah, you know, do the whole riddle. I can't believe you guys are actually. I don't get the joke. No, oh, I get it now. You gotta say, "Is your refrigerator running?" Context, because it's a funny line, but you have to add the context. All right, maybe oh this my is God. Chinese mean me no joke. Me go keep being. All right, can I? Let it go, okay, let it go. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I'm saying. So it is funny. I yeah, you, just need, you need to put it in. in, in, in well, of course I was gonna do it that way. <laughs> I'm a, I'm lying. <laughs> I was recording that too. Did you know I was recording it? Do not lie to me. No. no. You did not. All right. no, I just Should I tell you how the rest of the night went And then we can get back to our guest Doug Stanham Well then Andrew walked in with With seven McFlurries for everybody We were all sitting around uh, Oh is this what started the no McDonald's rule That you awkwardly <laughs> called me about <laughs> Well you may as well tell Todd Glass tell called people. me tell people. <laughs> Well I awkwardly called him And I said hey would it be awkward if I brought a friend And be honest and he said, "No, it's just that uh, we don't we won't have enough headsets." But he's welcome to come. There's a lot of people here tonight. And then he called me back a couple hours later. Uh, I don't want this to sound awkward, but a lot of people bring like food trays and big gulps, and you know it gets messy and stinky. And they'll bring a bag of McDonald's. Can and I go, I'm just bringing vodka, if that's good. <laughs> and he goes, well, I have vodka. And I go, well, we have more vodka. I didn't know if you, like, we didn't want to bring the, be the only people who brought vodka. No, no, no. And then other people go, ooh, drinking is a good idea. And then I have two cocktails and we're out. No, no, we're no. being, we're sharing. <laughs> that would suck. No, we have, we have drinks here. I, did, yes. I like drinks. Yeah, yeah, so. Drinks are good. I'm not, we'll do the other thing. It was, it was, uh. No, I like, no, I, I don't know. I don't have uh, uh, the 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 well prospectus okay. of what we're about to okay. do. Let, so let, let's I don't this. know when I'm interrupting. So no, you're not. You're Doug. This. I'm interrupting you. That's our. Yeah, that's the high sign of. He's giving me the finger. No, no, well, that's what you do to me when I'm talking over what you're planned. You, you, there's nothing planned. You're my guest, and I feel like maybe I shouldn't play this. So then, then Eric brought like eight McFlurry. <laughs> I still do it. Eric brought like eight McFlurries. Ba- Andrew did brought eight McFlurries back to the house, and we were very high. And he brought well. It started because he brought small ones, and we were all imagining big McFlurries. And it was a little bit disappointing. Like when you're high, keep in mind, keep in mind, we were high. This Jesus is the Christ. guy that's against McDonald's in the studio. We do not do. We're professionals, but don't bring a small okay. McFlurry to my house, motherfucker. <laughs> So, so we decided to make a bit out of it. This is the unappreciative group of people getting McFlurries. Right. And it was a bit, but I think what made it so great is it was a little bit of seriousness in, in it. And by the way, we're waiting for these McFlurries. I, how, I think, how long did it take him? 25 minutes. We're like, where the fuck did he go? There's a McDonald's right up the street from my house. And I live in a nice neighborhood. Um, <laughs> so anyway, this is us. I, if this isn't, it, after this, we are all Doug Stanhope. But I think this will be. I don't be, need, I am. I, 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 no. I want you. Okay, here's the bit. This is the most unappreciative group of people in the world. Some guy goes out and he gets some McFlurries. This bunch is such, they're the most unappreciative pricks. For whatever the reason, it took them a little longer. This is the guy. This is the scene. Here's the guy. He's coming back. Just treated everyone in McFlurries. We're only mad because it took longer than we wanted. Where the fuck were you? Hey, 
guys? How are you doing? What do you mean, how are you doing? Where the uh, fuck are you? How long I, were you going to fucking be out? Well, get him on the table. Listen, I'm sorry, guys. Like, I, I just, thought you were like, what did you do? Well, what happened was there was a shoe. Oh Why? Well, the fucking cut ahead of it. Right? Am I, I wrong? Mean, I, I bought it. I figured you guys be a little more... I mean, yeah. I mean, like, we're sort of glad you got him, but... Thank you, Eric. Say what you just said. Say what you just said. They're melted. They're melted. I don't want to drink my fucking Thank you. Thank you. You guys are... Shut up. You're all thinking what I'm thinking. I heard what you said. I don't want to drink my McFlurry, McFlurry you idiot. Is that Oreo? That's not Oreo. Yes. What is it? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter? There's your Oreo. It doesn't matter. They're just mush. <laughs> I don't know what you did. Did you drive around the block a hundred times and oh, fucking sir. smell them? My fucking cup's leaking. Too. Oh, great. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for ruining the only... And you didn't even get any goddamn napkins. You didn't get... Tell me you're fucking just teasing him. No, there's no fucking napkins. All right. All right, what? Thank you, but it's just fucking bullshit. Touch the cup and I'm all sticky. Oh. I would like to appreciate the effort, but you didn't even try. <laughs> you know what? I feel like Mark, I feel like I might be too hard on him, but no, he didn't try. That's why I'm mad at him. What side of me? Well, yeah, that, oh my god, I didn't want to, I didn't want to say anything. These are not larges. Let's yeah. drink our shots of McFlurries. Yeah, oh, everybody want to do a shot of McFlurries? What's the point? Did I ask you a question? Say something, defend yourself. I don't feel, it doesn't matter, Todd. I mean, I do you guys a favor, I go to... A favor? 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 Puts us out. We were really looking forward to McFlurry. Yeah, oh, excuse me, I didn't know your majesty. Listen, did I... Did isn't even the right McFlurry. What did you give me? What did you? Oh my you God! Just he gave grabbed me. at them. You just grabbed at them I like monsters. Yeah, hold on. Before you make fun of my friend, we grabbed at him. What are you? Hold on. You know why he wouldn't have grabbed on him if you got him back here quicker? He grabbed on him because we wanted our goddamn McFlurry so bad. When you came in, we just grabbed the wrong McFlurry. It's still your fault. Tell you what, next time you'll pay for your own fucking. I food. did pay for him, idiot. I gave you the money to get the McFlurries. Your only responsibility was to get them quickly, and you fucked it up. No. Jesus Christ, say something. Defend yourself. Let's eat the bad one. <laughs> Let's eat the bad one. What was that? That is the funniest... I'll just eat the bad one. The bad one. We're so... The most unappreciative person in the world. I'll just eat the bad one. So that was our fun McFlurry night. All right, there you go. You know what? We need to get us out of this right now. And back to Doug. I got a McSmoothie, or I don't know if it's called it. They have smoothies at McDonald's for breakfast, and I got one, and then I passed out, and my... Because I flew... I. Wait, from, what's a McSmoothie? I said they have smoothies at McDonald's for breakfast, and I got oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they I'm good? still drunk when I walk up at the airport, and I came from Albany to here. So, so it's been a long day for me. Wait, you flew at today? A, at a 6 a.m. Albany, so that's yeah, 3 a.m. So Brian, does Brian a. fly with you? No, no, no. He lives here. He He's. Lives, oh, by the way, I heard his accent old, when we took a, a break. Scott. He's a filthy, uncut Scott. It makes... <laughs> His accent makes it all like I got nervous when I heard his accent because I think he knows like something about him is more culture than me. He's like, hey, oh, he does. Hey, look at oh, it. He knows uh, everything. If, <laughs> at any point, I will I will put this on the table now. If at any point you have a question that you need answered by a smart fuck, he will answer it. That could be a so, segment. Oh yes, no, he'll. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, smart fuck. Yeah, he'll tell you. He'll wait till you're drunk and he'll tell you something you didn't know. They're fun people to drink with. Doug, so you're out on the road drinking it up. Um, <laughs> there, my interview style. <laughs> so you're out on the road. Hey, let me ask you. No, question. we were going to talk a about lot of something pussy. about pot and alcohol that you said. Oh, we'll talk about it on the air. Pot and alcohol. Well, you, I asked you if you smoked, and you go, I don't. Yeah, no, I'm not. A cigarettes. Stoner. You don't smoke cigarettes anymore. No, no I quit weed. Smoke. I I said, is everyone high in here except me and Brian? Because we're drunks. Oh, I don't and smoke. I thought everyone else was a high guy, and they don't really always mix well. I don't smoke pot in the first point of the show, part of the show, because I do sometimes, but it doesn't work. Mostly I like to have my wits about me. This is what people get with my wits about me, by the way, playing McFlurry <laughs> conversations I had. You but, were hammering down some Jack Daniels during your uh, your Christian Bale moment where you almost slugged sensitive in the head. By the way, I understand. Uh, by the way, I if, if I feel it's comf- it's okay for me to say this. I think I have a track record of treating people with decency on the air, but you get the Casey Kasem takeout. Uh, Don't you leave me in a soft number with sensitive spilling club soda on the floor. I'm a a goddamn professional. He's spilling the and you're leading a story about a dead dog and I have to come off of a a high up-tempo number. No, wait, wait. That's funny, and I like it and everything. But, but, it's but these, you. these people heard everything, so it wasn't like that. Just that here's what the deal is. Like, oh, you know what? What you're going to do is you're going to recreate what really happened and have sensitive play out a number where you were just being funny. Oh, you mean? Like you're just spilling club soda and throwing it down the step where they don't know he was cut in the head and had to be treated with several stitches. I, 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 I do get, because I know what From it is. From a listener of all people, you stitch him up. Here's dental floss. I'm afraid about my teeth. I can't get booked in movies if do I don't you, have. Do you floss? No. Uh, <laughs> no, be honest. No, look at my teeth. When's the last time it? you flossed? Uh, after they tore out all of my back teeth because they rotted out of my head. I have, you know and what? I don't even do meth. <laughs> Can I tell you something about yeah. my teeth? I'm, I talk on this show a lot about brushing that your teeth. That should be the name of your book. What should it be? Can I tell you about my teeth? <laughs> Can I tell you something about my teeth? Oh, my book is called Why I'm Still Popular in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> Why I Have a Scottish Manager is my follow-up. <laughs> I, I am, I'm very big on I, – I talk about – I thought about something the other day. I talk about dental hygiene a lot, and people – when you brush your teeth, you need to rinse it out so I don't smell damp breath and, and toothpaste. And, but I realized I did not take care of my teeth as a young person. I didn't floss until my doctor told me my gums were receding. And he goes, do you floss? And I, at that point, I had to go, No. He goes, you always told me you did. It was my uncle at the time back in Philadelphia. I go, yeah, because I thought if you really needed to floss, you wouldn't take my word for it. I always thought, like, even as I, as I was a full-grown adult, that, like, these medical people wouldn't take, like, I go, do you floss? And I go, yeah. And they go, okay. Oh, really? You just take my fucking word for it? Like, you should, you know. And So I didn't Can't floss. Can't you tell though. I'm lying? Oh, yeah, I, I, didn't I would have eight more teeth in my head if, if they didn't. I'm 45 years old. My dentist still treats me like I'm 14, like nine. Well, it seems like you haven't been to floss. Like, stop talking to me in a sing-song voice. No, wait. I thought we. Uh, 
yeah, I don't. I didn't. Now I do. Now I floss. But by the time I figured out how to take care of my teeth. But by the way, I, flossing I, is more important than brushing. They, they say that if you water. It, no, no, pick. no. Hold on. Water. My, my uncle did tell me. My uncle, who's a dentist, told me. I asked him if that was true. If that was an urban legend. He goes, well, obviously you need to do both. He goes, but you're right. It, one of those hypotheticals, if all you could do was one or the other, whatever the reason is, just a fake hypothetical, yeah, flossing is more important. I know that's, that's why weird. Gary Johnson is not in the president. Who's Water. Gary Johnston? The third Governor party. Gary Johnston. He's the third party candidate no one will pay attention to. No one pays attention to water pick. Is it more important to floss or brush? Well, what about water pick? That's the one that seems uh, real easy. You don't have to go. Yeah. Do you yeah. have a water pick? Yes, I have a water you pick. You do? Well, but so it what do you never mean? gets into the argument of flossing over brushing. Well, is it, That's is it, all I'm saying is I've been drinking this whole time, and it's going to build up. Doug. <laughs> That'll never get unfunny to me. Um, Doug. I wish if I knew some... German. Actually, I do know. All I know is German from Frank Zappa. So I want to do Hitler speeches every time I hear that sound effect. By the way, the lighter side. Doug, hold on. Shut this music off. Do you have the full version of this? Doug, do you know that that is the only lyrics I know? That's you. uh, You know this is a garage. Do you know that this is? I'm, I swear to George Carlin, this is like I don't know what to say. It's like a, this song is a Hitler song. Back you know up that? one second. Okay, hold on. I know he's confused because I was confused for at least three podcasts of yours that when you say to George Carlin, means you're the truth. to God, to truth. It just means okay. the truth. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But but play this whole song and maybe throw that out every now and then. Well, the listeners know, you know yeah, podcasts well, aren't like regular new listeners. listeners. You're right. Sometimes it's a bunch of comics in a van and they're getting <laughs> used to it. So back up every now okay. and then. To you know what, Doug? Carlin. I take uh, your um, I take your, your your suggestion. You don't need to take my suggestion. It's already out there unless you edit it out the same way you <laughs> beat sensitive down a flight of stairs like oh Jake LaMotta. I will keep playing. Give him echo. This song, listen to the whole song. I don't I'm, I'm I, to George Carlin, that means the truth for our new listeners. There you go. Implemented instantly. Um, <laughs> this song is Someone sent it in, and at first it sounds happy, but I want you to listen to a minute of the song and tell me what this is. This is a real or is it comedic? I, I, to George Carlin, I don't get whether this song was done comedically or whether it was some twisted, demented song from Nazi Germany. Play it. But to George my Carlin. Uncle. To George Carlin. Listen. Touch me there, Daddy. Here it comes. When the Fuhrer says, Wie ist der Master Ace? Wie Heil! Heil! I am not got no idea! He's the greatest case, so we Heil! Heil! Right in the Fuhrer's face! When her girl says, We own the world in space! Be Heil! 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 I'm what so- is that? What are the fuck? Exactly. What are the odds? That- so, wait, I'm sorry. I was just. It sounds like an joking when I was doing. Uh, oh, it's an anti-Hitler song. Yeah, it sounds like they're making yes, fun of Hitler. It is, but I had no. 
Maybe I did. Maybe I did from... I don't mean to interrupt you. I got to take a break. For affordable voiceover and audio production, visit RadioVoiceImaging.com. Whether you need radio liners, podcast imaging, web video voiceover, or commercial production, we do it all. RadioVoiceImaging.com. All right. That's how I get free jingles. Um... Oh my God! So you were being silly, but that's that, you think. I, I, what is I, I, that? What is that song? Is that like you said? That's what is that? What is it? Just a funny song of the time. Funny? It's saying uh, Hitler things in it. Yeah, but it's making fun of Hitler. Oh, it is. It was like anti-war, anti-Hitler song. Sorry. You, yeah, no, I know. I, I mean, I, I realized it. that was going to be bad once I heard it was bad. <laughs> I'm not. But if the, you pick up the mic and then drop it down, you go ooh. That was bad when I picked it up, but I'm not holding it for an hour. I didn't hear one thing you said. <laughs> By I the way, said nothing. No, I don't. People don't want me to. Sh- well, a lot of people say. Sh- Listen, you, you had to do a, a drop right there. You had to do a little jingle. I have to mention Junior Stopka and Carlos Valencia, two fantastic comics who made it possible for me to listen to your show on an extended road trip. Say their names again. Look, if Junior the, Stopka. Put echo in his voice when he says these people. Junior Stopka. <laughs> Chicago's own Junior Stopka. Play the funny music behind as he talks about it. And wait, no, this is... Uh, Carlos Valencia. Carlos Valencia. He's the king of the southeast. He wears a funny hat. Um... Anyway, I'm not yeah. shushing people anymore on the show, so I now I go bought a taser. And then when these guys ah. look what I do when the people talk, I just go like this, and they take. <laughs> there you go. So that's what I'm going to do. Wow. All right, listen. That's why you call them sensitive, <laughs> all jittery, blubbery, belly shaking all over like a jellyfish. <laughs> you know, some see, people- you were the guy that got tasered in the uh, whole funny. Some people listening to our show in the morning. It's a happy show at the end of the day. I know what I'm doing. You're listening to the Todd Glass Show. It's no wonder we're number one. Doug Stanhope in studio. We're going to go pee. We'll be right back. I think that McFlurry thing would be funny for people at home. <laughs> By the way, I'm, I'm half. Are we recording? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because sometimes here, I don't know what goes on here, but there's something at home that's different. You know what I'm talking about. All right, we unofficially came back. So I guess we. I want to talk about. Would you have a question, Doug? I was Can you move your you mic would... in? I, I, no, I was going to lean into it. <laughs> that would make me crazy. Straighten your mic out. And let's clean up your papers over there. This looks yeah, like there's too many mayhem. pencils. For too it. many pencils all hey, over. Hey, can we? Hey, if uh, any of you listeners will bring in a, some McDonald's, I'd love a sloppy Big Mac that drips over the microphone cover. You're gonna get. You're gonna get sloppy. one at your next show. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. Sloppy Big Mac. Wasn't that your uh, used? That used to be your nickname for your girlfriend when I met you, right? <laughs> Sloppy Big Mac. Oh, oh yeah. It was so embarrassing. Yeah. He used to go, "This is my girlfriend, yeah. Sloppy Big Mac." Double she, Patty. She would say this. She, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Still have two things on my list that I want to get to. Okay. Do you, Doug? 
They're, 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 Doug, they're, do you want to play truth they're or dare? moral conundrums. Doug, do you want to play truth or dare? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear about the moral conundrums. Yeah, moral conundrums. You have any uh, moral conundrums music you can play in the background? I like betting music. Something that really fits it, and don't be an asshole about it. I have a small herpes breakout, so I'm going to def- defer from the uh, show your penis one. But, uh, no, no, but- I actually caught my interest. You said something about condun- uh, condun- conundrum. 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 Conundrums? Conundrums. Conundrum. You know how you learn like five or six bi- big words and you use them constantly throughout your life? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love to. I, well, you know what? Laundry uncle- conundrum. I know those two. There's. There's a, a synonymous. <laughs> what do you want to talk? Give me a drink. You sing like stink. Okay, let's let's talk about your hour special. But I want to do it. Uh, no, we no, we no, have sh- to sell it, sir. Yeah, let's talk we about it. We don't want to talk about it. Uh, we I, need I, to I, sell it. Doug, I have an idea. You uh, know when? Like, let's may it? pretend your DVD is available now. You have to may pretend for a second you're not Doug. We're selling. Uh, I'm no, no, Doug. Sus- Suspend I want you to take I... direction here. Now you listen up. <laughs> Maybe in your career you have been uh, a disobedient, and I know. I talk to the people that you would, <laughs> <laughs> but right now you're going to take my direction. Yes, sir. Uh, we are. We, we things didn't go right for us. This is 2050. No, maybe 2030. Right. And we now both work on the Home Shoppers Network. And. And your CD, Doug, the, I don't, I'm setting this up. You'll get the gist of it. The it's Doug's, called Before Turning the Gun on Himself, I read here, right here. That's a crazy title. There That's we go. That's a crazy title. Well, you know what I love about this CD? What's, hold on. Pause the music. It's a DVD. What's your name? What's your name for this bit? Doug. Oh, oh, my no. name. Uh, it would be a Brian this, Hennigan. Well, just your first name. Brian, uh, my name's, you can, what do you want to call me? How about Tom? Because that's easy to remember. You'll be no, Brian. No. So this. Mark this, Marin. Here, <laughs> It's 2030. <laughs> uh, oh, by that time, it now has the negative condensation. I saw that movie. Like, it's so Mark Marin. <laughs> <laughs> um, there you go. That's the gayest I'll get. Um, hi, everybody. This is Todd Glass. Okay, pause. I'm music. Chris Harddick. Get it? <laughs> because it's a play on Hardwick, and then they put dick in it. Can I tell you something? And I, I thought if Chris didn't do it this week to George Carlin, that means the wait. No, I want to be Doug Benson. Okay, because we're reviewing movies for this bit. It doesn't work, but you're going to be. No, we're reviewing a movie. No, we're not. We're we're talking about CD. I thought every chance I take. Oh, shut up. You try to act I like you're a victim. You. Oh, no, you're a director. You hate, you hate my choices. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's what I was looking for, oh, choices. I opened up for once, and Todd pooped all over my ideas. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the deal. We work at the Home Shoppers Network, and in the, in the afternoon, the CD shows up on the desk, and they tell us, just this is real. You know, You're going to be better at this because I think okay. you actually watch it. No, no. I watch it a little bit. I do get addicted to it a little because how bad it is. These people, if there's a hell, they're going to it. Seriously, because they don't if believe it. If there's a hell, they live in it already. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> no, that says everything. They're in hell. What are they, yeah, they going to go? What are they doing? Worse than, worse than uh, uh, marketing shit you know sucks. That's you, the hell. Do you think they think of themselves as being on television? Yes. Like, well, how about I to- Or as salesmen? Like, do no. All right. Now say- I'm going to Andrew Dice Clay this motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Smoke you smoke here. Smoke. No, when I did Opie and too. Anthony, 
Again, we talked about it earlier. And then Andrew Dice Clay comes in. He's one of the, and he just walks in. And he's like, yo! He's still, there's no comedy presence like him since him and Kinnison. That there's still an in. over. There's still because but he we can... still believes it, and I envy that so much. And he walked in, and he starts going, "Yeah, oh the fucking that thing," and then and, and Opie and Anthony are like, "Oh, he's gonna smoke," and he had a cigarette, and he lit it up, and he's like, "Yeah, fuck that thing." Here's what you do. I'll and that's what you. I'm doing it because you know you what? Can smoke it. Podcasting is new, so I'm gonna be the guy that will just go. You know what? Screw your rules and your allergies. And I can't do Andrew Dice Clay in his act, but I can do Andrew Dice Clay off stage. Now he'll be like, I heard him giving someone advice once. He goes, here's what you do. He goes, you want your, your kids, right? That's what you... Right, I can't, I'm not feeling it. All right, here's... What's going on? We're getting out. What's going on with hot water over there? He's giving me an ashtray. He's oh, a, look at you, Eric. He's a subjugate. Is that a big word? Yes. <laughs> Is that really the word, subjugate? So it's something like it that. It sounds right. No. What? Can I tell you something? We've talked about this before, and I don't want to go sound like a broken record, but... Uh... All right. Okay, let's start this bit over again. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm taking back control over the show. We're, we are doing another 45 minutes, and then we're done. All right. Um, I want you for one minute of those 45 to, to call sit. me up as... I don't know if this blows the thing. I, this is for the uh, this. See that line? That means off the air. But uh, call me up like you're a morning DJ thinking he's uh, interviewing Johnny Rotten. No, it's... yeah. All right, all right. I'll tell you off the air. Okay, <laughs> that still is. Hey, play. it's hello. That's what happened to my hello. Hello. Tom. Like us three six five forty one hundred. Don't play. I've got gravy in my whole forty. I got gravy in my neck. It's a good story, but uh, it, I, it, I will fuck it up if I tell you now. Okay, well, we'll, we'll take a break, and then we'll, we, could, we can talk about it. But let's start this bit again. So this is the infomercial. They put the CD in front of us, and we have to talk about it. They're like, it's a Doug Stanhope DVD. It's an hour long, and uh, you guys have to talk about it. So, you know, when we come back from a commercial, you know, they probably do it on the producers on their shows. They hand them the item. They tell them a little bit about it. Maybe it's not right before they go on, but maybe it's the night before. So now we're prepared. You're, you're Brian. I'm Tom. Here we go. Well, we're back, everybody, and uh, I'll tell you what. Boy, do we have something great. You know, I'll tell you, you know, with a lot of my family, they say we have younger nieces and nephews or progressive people that aren't young, but they enjoy stand-up comedy, right? What do you get your nieces and your nephews and people that, I don't know anything about comedy. I don't know who's on the cutting edge of stand-up. Stand-up comedy is a, it's a, it's a, it's an art form where it, it makes you laugh. Everyone needs a laugh, everybody right, Everybody needs you know, let me tell you something, Brian. When I put in a Doug Stanhope CD, and I will be honest with you, I put it in last night. It's an hour long. It's probably a little longer, to be honest. I think the guy gives it. We get a little bit more for our money. You know, I a bang for your buck is what I say. Yeah. I'll tell you the it's truth. A- I am very particular when it comes to stand-up. I don't want to hear some jokes that my uncle could make. Talk about comedy from a different perspective. And I don't want to oversell I want to hear it. what's real. Thank what's you. What's going on today? Well, Doug Stanhope, this CD is great. And I'll tell you what, we had a lot of them. They're flying off the shelves like crazy. And if you if you want to give us a call right you now, You know what I love available. about it is the cover. The cover just grabs you immediately because it's colorful. Brian, I'm going to have to interrupt you to interject. Talk about the cover of that uh, CD. It's artwork. 
And this is the it type makes of... you think right before you even listen you know, to a word. You know, you know, Brian, I'm going to tell you this. I know everyone loves to talk about, and, and boy, isn't it true, about the comedians from the past. And they talk about, you know... Red oh, Buckles. Red Buckles was good. He was great. But I'll tell Archie you what. Manning. This is a CD that's going to stand the test of time. This CD is interesting. And I'm going to tell you what. Where do they get it, Brian? You know what? They get it right here on QVC. Well... Or at DougStandUp.com, which uh, <laughs> you probably can't... Where do they get it? Sorry, no, it's br- fuck up. It's it's a DVD. What did I say? It's CD. A oh, one of my I, producers. Oh by the way, God. they would even mess. They when when they mess up on that show, they even get out of the mess up in a, in a gross way. They'll be like, oh, one of my producers. You just know what? Told right me. here, I have the original uh, concubine. Uh, if I, that joke would work if I knew the nomenclature for the thing. Brian, I gotta interrupt. Shattered you. the thing in the. Mm. the you know, that's a Brian, thing. and I'll tell you what. With Christmas coming up. What do you get people for Christmas for Hanukkah? You know, it's so often if you only have a limited budget, what can you get somebody something that they're going to keep around and listen to and listen to? You know what? It doesn't matter if it's Hanukkah or Christmas because this joke in uh, this comedy you Uh, meant to say I got you. I got taller. I got tongue tied. You know, it's the middle of the night here. Brian, uh, I got to interrupt you. you. Know We're going to take a call. Caller, go ahead. Hello? Is that? I just want you to know that I do the worst voices in the world. <laughs> but this is all I can do. I bought 35. By the way, you notice all the people that call in are always exactly what the producers want. You know, they're fake because they'll literally say shit like this. Hello, yes. First of all, I love your show. Okay, there's no fucking show. It's not a show. It's a sales. They're selling shit. It's like, what's your other favorite show? Target? Yes. I, um, hello, I just wanted to say I bought 45 of the Doug Stanhope hour-long DVDs, and they're just nice to have as stocking stuffers. Yeah, well, when the producer's one of them. Yeah, well. All right, everybody, when the producer's one of them. Yeah, well. How many voices do you have, lady? Hello. 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 Hello.
Oh my God, Doug! Hello? Uh, shut the music off. The only shut fun- the music off. The no funniest bullshit. part of that. What was, the fuck the, was the that? The funniest part of that is Brian was filming in the whole thing, not knowing what was happening. Hold on, I, I gotta explain no, to people honestly, what just happened. Okay, so, stop, 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 everyone. Well, sh- I can explain what quiet. happened. The, that was really weird. I know. I can explain what happened. That's never happened so in the whole time we've done this show. There's a loop function on the voice box on the on the effects that we have that we didn't know about that you accidentally hit. So it turns from recording Hello. everything you say, and then it loops it. We should do it again. This is the echo I need to sing. I'm not even joking. If I have the right echo, I can... Wait, can we stop and talk about that for a little more? Yeah, no. I don't know what you pressed. That was just somehow the... you were Daniel, recording. important that people know none of it was planned. No, no that no. was absolutely not planned. That was the weirdest thing <laughs> in the world to me, because... I didn't know what was going on. I was looking around the room at everybody. Will people listening get to understand them? Yes. That'll be great. Yeah, that, we have to leave that in. I don't yes, know you how do. you did that. That's there will be one out. guy on mushrooms that does kill himself, <laughs> and maybe other people. But you know what? Ratings are ratings. All right, we're good. We're good. Wow, that was great. <laughs> I still have two things. Right. Doug's, Doug's got stuff on his list. Come on. Hold on. Well, actually, my. Oh, sh- when you walk through a storm, hold your head up high. That's a subtle jab at the fact I can't get it up when I'm drinking. <laughs> All right. Let's calm down. You have. My, everything my manager I feel like wrote show. Mandy Patankin on my list while I was out smoking to fuck with me. Oh, <laughs> I was uh, hoping you have a story. Uh, Daniel, are you okay? Are you okay? That's <laughs> 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 funny to me. All right, Doug, it's all about you now. Well, what do you? We got, to... we got half an hour left. Tell us about the, when you well, blew, when you right. blew a transvestite. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, boring. Um, what do you have on your list that you want to get? There? I blew a transvestite. Just, is that what transvestites are out there for? Wow, I hope someone blows me now that I'm a lady. Do you know this song? Did you write this? Did you write this? It's not your face. No, I didn't write this. You didn't write this? No. I, can you shut up and listen? And maybe you did write it. Listen. Listen up. Did you write it? No. No. You sure? Hey, you think Samuel L. Jackson could do this? Like if more is a, like a, a theater piece? You know What's the matter with you? You look so sad. It's real. It's not so bad. It's a nice place. Is that really? Ah, shut, shut up, up your face. <laughs> yes. Someone asked him in some interview in the UK, I think, like mm-hmm. comedically, like, hey, wh- what would you do if you had to do that as a serious piece? And I'm, I, I think I'm pretty close, but how cool is that? It's very fun. What's the matter with you, huh? See, I, you, 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 you set me up wrong. I, I thought I was trying to help that by yelling out but you should have said hey this is samuel l jackson doing ah uh, shut up your face and i'd have shut up on my face but i did not 
I did not because uh, I am. You didn't ruin uh, it. It was great. Drink. You want to hear it again? No. What's the matter, you? <laughs> no. As the, as the guy in the van listening to this podcast on a three-week tour going, I love Tut. No, don't play it again. We got it. Move on. But you know what? We're, I would do We're it. 30 miles from Des Moines. Don't play it again. Go to something new. Hey! You got enough respect? What do you think you do? Why you looking so sad? It's not so bad. It's a nicer place. Now shut up or you face. Do you want me to play the real one? What you're doing is you're fucking with me because I know that I've been doing ah shut up your face as a bit because I have no new material. Do you want to sing it yourself? No, I've been doing that on the road and you know that. I do this whole bit and now you're fucking with me because you know I stole Samuel L. Jackson's material. Doug closes with it now. (laughs) I'm losing control. I wish I could smoke so bad. Can I have one cigarette? I know. No, 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 wait, wait. Todd Glass can't have a cigarette. One, I but bet I can Todd have... Glass's dad can have a cigarette. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna start true. playing baseball, and you tell me what to do. <laughs> I'm playing baseball. You tell me what to do, Dad. You tell me what to do. Uh, yeah, by the way, you're gonna know I have some strength, Doug. That could be the funniest fucking thing that's ever happened on this show. The fact that he would set me up. Hey, you're just doing a bit. I'm playing. Keep yeah. your eye on the ball, son. I don't know what oh, God, I want to do it so bad. No, you got to do it, Dad. You got to do it for me. I won't know how to keep my If eye I don't inhale, it's not a big deal. Um, oh, yeah. Man, I won't do it. You know, I'll tell you why I don't smoke. I'm, sit down. Because you had a heart attack. No, no, that's not the only reason. Oh, I forgot about the heart attack. <laughs> Tom like his... <laughs> Sorry. Three six five forty one hundred. You're listening to the Tom Likas Show. Westwood One in Culver City. I've got gravy in my neck, America. Tom Likas Show. Oh. I don't. Yeah, it's right, Tom Likas. Hello, Tom Likas Show. I am flat, but I'm flat. I've got gravy in my neck. I'll have two double cheeseburgers with a side of fries, bacon, mayonnaise, Coca-Cola, and I want it supersized. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, You're a pussy. Oh, my girlfriend's a whore. I don't care. It's the Tom. Tom Likas Show. Tom. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, you've just witnessed... Todd losing control. <laughs> for the... Okay. We got to go in for the descent. This is going to be probably a double show. Oh, Doug, I've... I've, I've... Boy. Boy, boy. <laughs> Wait, Doug has dates. I need Do to you. plug Celebrity Death Pool. You can... Doug. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you one thing about the people that listen to the show. I know... What, first of all, they're kind. And they're decent. And uh, they want to know where you're at. So I know I'm like you, too. You're like, oh, I want to plug stuff. I don't want you to I don't. I don't give a shit if you come to my shows. I'm not here. I'm I, here, I I'm do. Here I do. I care. I li- you shut his mic show. off. Shut his fucking mic off. <laughs> I, I care. I want people to go to your show. So where? what do you got? I'm somewhere. Go to my website. If you, Doug, do you have a lot of... Are you making more money than you thought you'd make right yes. now? 
Yes. Are you enjoying it? But I also moved to a place where the money I make is a lot of money. Good, because you know I talk to Jeff Tate. I go, "How big the theaters? <laughs> <laughs> are, are they? Are they? Is he selling out? Is theaters? Like, yeah, it's, it's no, been, we work. No, there's theaters too. Don't be yeah. some some yes. music venues, some theaters, some comedy clubs. And I get some it. of the worst fucking. Ask him about Fargo, North Dakota. But a, the Nestor's Tavern. But a guy like, <laughs> but a guy like you, if you live modestly. I do. You you should be okay right now. Yeah, I don't have children. You have any debt? No. No debt at all. Well, yeah, I, I still. Why? <laughs> well, you don't know I, what he's about to say. Because, oh, house is debt. Because I bought a third house for my. <laughs> I have a, yeah, he's. I have got a, like rich people debt. <laughs> no, you don't. What, what happened? Why do you have debt? Be honest. I was being honest. Well, I'm, I'm, I, I mean, I, I, I mean, got, I'm going to listen. I have no other uh, curve. Yeah, there was a house. Two block. We have. There was a house two blocks over that had a pool, like a lap pool, and a good friend of ours in the small town I live in is horribly overweight, and the only way he can exercise is to swim. So I bought a house so he could swim. That's awesome. So how old is how how much is he? What is his name? Neighbor Dave. Is this the true story? Yes. And how how much My does fans he? Know neighbor how Dave. much does he weigh? Uh, well, now he's under 300 now. Let me tell you something. If you think I'm going to make a joke, you're fucking wrong. I love something like this. I don't so, have... No, do you think he's going to be able to do it? Is he on his way down to losing weight and you're watching it and getting not, to be a part not, of it? Not good enough. But I don't want to bust his balls the same way he doesn't want to bust my balls about smoking cigarettes when I wake up Let, wheezing. Doug, Doug, I, I Doug. can't sleep with earplugs because my lungs gurgle. Hello, hello. Doug. I'm agreeing with you. I said the same thing. I have empathy for people that are heavy because I said the same thing. I used to smoke cigarettes. And it doesn't mean they shouldn't lose weight, and that doesn't mean it's not unhealthy, and that doesn't mean that it's going to kill them if they don't lose weight. That's not the point. The point is you smoke, and Doug, I know you're a smart guy, but you smoke. I smoked. I'm not a dumb guy. So people that are heavy, it's the same thing. So when people look at someone that's heavy and they go, oh, my God, they're going to kill them. They should lose weight. Yeah, they get it. People that are overweight get it, but it's fucking hard. I just think I'm not 500 pounds because I'm lucky. Because let me tell you something. If you saw what I ate, I mean, it's – I well, eat I called a you lot. today and you were in the gym. <laughs> yeah, eating. Is there a comedian that you don't like but you're not afraid to not say it? Like there's a few people you don't want to say it because you like them. Is there anybody like I try to get you going here? Is there anybody like you? Like, I'll get, say it. I'll say it. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Yes, I would. I'm not going to join in, but I want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> I have. No, I've been out of comedy for so long that I long for someone to hate. Like, I, <laughs> who is it? There's a lot of comedians you admire, right? Dane Doug, Cook. Doug, Let, Doug, let's Doug, start with no. Dane Cook. But no, wait, wait, wait. No, that's so. Listen. Okay. I I I like Dane Cook. I, I was so far like he he was my nemesis. Where it started at the San Francisco Comedy Competition in '95, and Barry Katz, who I've already name checked on this, it's like, hey, my guy's gonna do that against you. You want to bet prize money? Is a long story. Hey, it's Barry Katz. Douglas me commission. <laughs> but he, he, I, I saw him at the uh, the Improv, and he was trying to bet me money on me against his guy Dane Cook. That's where the whole thing started in 95. So I've loved to hate Dane Cook before he was ever known. So he was like a nemesis of mine. It was, But now Jeff Dunham would be a guy I would go. Well, let me like, ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Wait, he but talked about you, do, you, do you 
you don't think that Jeff, like anybody that is out to see Jeff Dunham, you realize that those people would have no interest in seeing you or Todd. Yes, I've like always said that. He's literally taking no money from you. I know. That's what I've always said about Dane Cook or also Larry true. the Cable yeah, Guy. Right. Everyone who's hated throughout the years, I don't actually hate you. I hate the people who go, oh, that guy's so good. Right, right, I hate right. their audience. Right, right. It's like you can't really hate Pepsi, but you can you know, hate the people who choose to consume it 24 hours a day. And then, and then if you move into a place like Carlos Mencia, which was the big thing, all right, oh, he's a thief, but he doesn't do anything good. So you can only pick one side or the other. Is he stealing my material? If he is, he's stealing shit material because he's shit. <laughs> so you can't go well, both that's what ways. I, yeah, we've always said that. It's like, why is your biggest problem with Carlos Mencia the fact that he might have stolen jokes? What about all the racist, stereotypical bullshit that he's Someone said people? the best thing he is is a bad stand-up. And then socially it goes down. <laughs> and he's there. had to steal it. Like, okay. Yeah. If he did steal it, there's no Well, that's Doug Stanhope, ladies and gentlemen. Send your emails to him. I I just, I love everybody. Hey. Oh, my God, what's wrong? Why would I come on in the middle like this? I never come on in the middle. Very rarely. Why am I coming on? Well, I'll tell you. Remember that loop? The loop chaos you've heard when I press that button by accident? It ends up, I might have not pressed it by accident. Just might have had a little glitch. Um, no, it's not really my fault is what I'm trying to say, but, um, the, we left in the one cause yeah, it was chaotic, but it was sort of under, it was chaos. You could understand the others. It wasn't. So that's why I'm here taking you from what you were just hearing from what you're about to hear the close of the show. Um, yes, you've heard me sing when you walk through a storm, but now you're about to hear Doug's manager sing with his Irish accent, which makes it all that best. I think it was an Irish accent. Um, and then you hear us all. It's not the most beautiful thing in the world, but you know what? It is because I love that song. So you hear Doug in the background rallying us as we sing, and that's the close of the show. Yeah. Anyway, um, it was fun. So that's it. So here you go. Take it away. Okay, watch your language. <laughs> Chris Hardwick doesn't like me to curse. Matter of fact, we should play this. No, okay. Turn. Can you turn it around? Well, Brian, well, uh, you, don't, you don't know. You don't know the. Lyrics I don't know either. the lyrics either. If you guys just both stand there and sing, it'll pick Sorry, you up. Sorry, that case, what exactly are you looking at? I want to. Oh no, I'm looking at the lyrics. I want to hear you sing it. Can you give oh. him your mic? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, start it from the beginning, and I want to hear Brian. You give it your best. Yeah. Don't be shy. If no. you're if you're good, you're I'm good. If you're Liverpool. not, I'm not a Liverpool fan. He begged his way into this show. <laughs> <laughs> you're in the safest zone, Brian, that you could possibly be in right now. I'm if a, if I'm a bringer. If <laughs> wait, say that again. You're a br- this is a bringer. <laughs> but I want to hear because with that accent, so you there you go. Okay, here we go. Give him this music. Oh, he doesn't have headsets. Oh, here, yeah. Oh no, kid Daniel, hold on. Oh, no, 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 I got a headset. No, no, hold on. Here we go. Shh. Everybody, this we're not editing anything out of this, so we're going two and a half hours today. So, all right, there we go. Okay, go ahead. Start it over. Can you? You have to get close to the mic, though. <laughs> when you walk, Liverpool. Uh, through a storm Hold your hand yes! 
time we're fearing. <laughs> At the, uh, the meanest Chinese director. Of a In your pocket, the sweet silver song. Now you move me. <laughs> Walk on the wind. Walk on through the rain. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 